Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Six o'clock, good morning. Police Minister Natin Schleko says the NPA has to decide whether or not to prosecute suspended IPID head Robert McBride and former head of the Hawks, Anwar Dramat. This as he presented an independent report which recommended that both men be criminally charged for their alleged involvement in the illegal rendition of seven Zimbabweans in 2010. According to the independent report by Markman's attorneys, Dramat was involved in the renditions and McBride tried to clear him by tampering with the IPID recommendations. However, Schleko wouldn't answer whether or not he supports the recommendations. It must be understood. I'm not prosecution is not it's not it's not my thing for an example. That call is made at the National Prosecuting Authority. And all what the recommend says, the the report says this it recommends that prosecution uh, be considered and so forth. So I'm not going to be the one that takes a decision. ESCOM has announced that it has recovered revenue of almost 1 billion rand through its Operation Kanyesa. ESCOM Senior Manager for Energy Trading and Sales Forecasting, Mabu Mapaka, says in a statement that since its launch in 2010, Operation Kanyesa Switch On had helped with the recovery of approximately 400 million rand in revenue lost due to electricity theft. It has also helped protect a further 500 million rand worth of energy from being lost. Operation Kanyesa is a national partnership campaign established to fight electricity theft and related energy losses in South Africa. The revenue recovery came mainly from fines and reconnection fees paid. The Nelson Mandela capture site at Howick in the KwaZulu-Natal Midlands is getting a multi-million rand upgrade. It is where Madiba was arrested by apartheid police on the 5th of August 1962. About 100 million, million rand has been set aside to revamp the site. KwaZulu-Natal Corporate Governance MEC Namusa Dubengube says the revamp will include various facilities, such as a centre that will teach Mandela's history. We are going to have a permanent museum that will house the whole historical context uh, of South African struggle, but also of uh, our former president, Nelson Mandela, as a state man, as a prisoner, as an international icon um, to many of our people. Another addition is the conference center, and that will also work for anybody who wants to do conferencing there. We're going to have seminars there where people will be taught about the South African history. Finally, the UN's Office for Humanitarian Affairs believes Burundi is already tending towards the worst-case scenario set out in its national contingency plan. In a report dealing with the election crisis in that country and the regional impact, it predicts a particularly bleak situation of some 300,000 displaced persons in the context of very high pre-existing levels of chronic vulnerability. Sean Bryce Peace reports. Of the 300,000, some 250,000 would be internally displaced in one of the most densely inhabited states in Africa, while the report warns that national vulnerabilities are also high in refugee-receiving countries, particularly the DRC, where 6.5 million people are already food insecure. 
Official figures indicate 17 confirmed deaths to date. The report reveals that as of May the 11th, over 52,000 refugees had fled into neighboring countries, including Rwanda, Tanzania and the DRC. Despite calls from numerous governments and institutions to step aside, including South Africa, Rwanda and the AU, President Pierre Nkurunziza has pressed ahead in seeking a third term. Top story at 6 o'clock. Police Minister Natin Schleko says the NPA has to decide whether or not to prosecute suspended IPID head Robert McBride and former head of the Hawks, Anwar Dramat. I'm Sreshan Pillay. I'll be back at half past six. It's over to the ever-so-fashionable Matthew Viren with Newsbreak.